What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Loud Thumbs Podcast, episode 24 today. So yeah. uh, I am your host, Nick, and joining me today, as always, is the Live Die Repeat co-host, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, very accurate, very accurate. All right, guys, on this episode, we're going to go through what we've been playing, our game list for the week. Let's uh, go with a little bit of news with Horizon, and a little bit of our hot takes on upgrade fees. Might get a little spicy this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll move on to our our topic of the show, which will be, of course, the Sony uh, showcase. Oof, so fire, so good. Hell yeah, dude. Um, And then hang on to the end and we'll have a couple game shout outs, some stuff we're looking forward to or, you know, stuff just like. So before we start that, Nick, you want to tell us where everybody can find us? Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely. So, you know, it's all easy to find us on social media. We're easy to find there at Loud Thumbs. Search up Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we're on all of them. Twitter as well. And then uh, for everybody out there who's listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a comment, uh, a review at the bottom. That really helps us out. Uh, hit us with a like, some five stars if you're really liking what you're hearing. And YouTube viewers, uh, like, comment below, and give us the old thumbs up on that guy. So that helps us as well. It just gets mm-hmm. us out there so people can kind of find us easier and, and enjoy what we're doing. So any anything helps, just every little bit. And lastly, don't forget, email in loudthumbs at gmail.com. And uh, we love to get questions, show ideas, uh, topics, anything you want us to cover. So keep that going. We, we've been getting some emails, and we, we enjoy that. So keep it up. Uh, uh, but yeah. Now that that's out of the way, hey, let's start the show, man. You ready? Let's do this. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I've been uh, playing a little bit more Horizon. I won't go too deep into it, but oh, it's so good. It's still so good. There's still, there's still some certain things I noticed that like kind of show the age a little bit. It's only four years old, but I feel like games have progressed so much, especially since like the PlayStation 5 is released. Next-gen shit is just so smooth, so continuous. But it's nothing, nothing inversion-breaking. Mm. Like uh, The environment is still great. The stories are still awesome. The dialogue is still well written. Uh, it's very much confirming I have not been looking at this game through rose tinted glasses because my last complete playthrough was from 2018. <laughs> so, oh my, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So going back to it has been a lot of fun. Uh, very worth going back to if you guys have played Horizon or haven't played it yet. That PS5 upgrade, well, it doesn't include anything with DualSense. Uh, it's very pretty. The 60 frames per second does make a decent difference for sure. I highly recommend that game all the time, forever. <laughs> Aloy forever, baby. Hell yes. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, for me, I uh, I did play some Psychonauts 2, and I did finish it. So I'll be putting a full review together and talking about that on the following episode. So episode 25, come back and join us for that one. I'll, uh, I'll be a little mm-hmm. bit more long winded on it for that, but um, we got a big episode ahead of us uh, today. So won't bring too much of that to the show. Cause I'm sure we'll, we'll get, uh, we'll get into our hot take later and some showcase, but very good game. Um, man, just an excellent platformer for anybody out there who would be interested in anything like sort of adult, but not like an m-rated type adult like it's just it really the game makes you think about things that you mostly don't think about especially as a kid or a teenager or anything so it's very good it's it's a solid solid game it is story driven a lot and that is that's difficult to sell i think to kids so it's not like a mario game where there's not a real big story in a mario game uh, oh yeah yeah for most platformers honestly um it's fair, mainly fair. just 
jump and get coins and do things and save the princess, right? So this is much deeper, much deeper. So um, it's kind of nice to see that they did lean into their audience because this game is 16 years old. Uh, the original is 16 years old. So anybody mm -hmm. who would have played it then is between probably 30 and 40 years old like me and you. So um, <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. It is really good to see that they held on to what they had going on there. And um, one of the comparisons I wanted to make, um, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it when we do the review next episode, is uh, I know there's a ton of Persona fans out there. And I'm soon to be one. It is on my PlayStation. I will play it. <clears throat> Excuse uh -huh. me. But uh, it's a lot like Persona in the fact that you meet people's Personas by basically going into their minds in the Persona games. This yeah. is similar. You actually physically are going into someone's brain using your psychic powers to kind of deduce what's happening in their head. So you don't see it like a physical embodiment of it. You see like their entire mind embodied in whatever is happening to them. So it is very different, it's very unique, and it's very, very good. So I'll bring more about that, though, as time comes uh, next episode. Um, Hell yeah. Last thing on our playlist we both got to play was uh, some Iki Island. Yes, finally. Finally made some time to play some Iki Island. <laughs> Catch up on a little bit of DD stuff. You know, I have a session on Tuesday. And then, of course, I've been been playing Horizon, which is, you know, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, dude, Iki Island is very good. Very good. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I wondered how they away. would, yeah. Yes, yeah, so good, dude. I was wondering how they would do and what would maybe be a little bit shorter format of a story because it is just DLC. It's not like a full other game. And mm. they did a did the like long you know story arc very very well for the main game. Uh, but so far, I'm really impressed. the The new villain, which I don't think is any spoilers, is the Eagle, mm. and right. she's super cool, very cool, very interesting. Not just like obviously the bad guy as much as what um, you know Koten Khan was and the main game mm -hmm. so it's very cool any gun looks great looks oh like, yeah the island itself like the environment looks really good but like the lighting and the textures oh yeah so good <laughs> so yeah. good this game's gorgeous yeah god it was gorgeous on the playstation and it is fully worth the upgrade to the five mm -hmm. i bought the the 30 upgrade for the dlc and also the ps5 upgrade man the lighting was so good like i was like the textures on the ground and they're actually lighting really really well like i was uh, walking through an environment where it's raining and there's like mud and leaves on the ground and like that shit looks like mud and leaves on the ground in the moonlight and like that's oh, exactly yeah. how it would look if you're walking into it and, like there's this game has no right to be this pretty yeah it's no so good it, it might have every right <laughs> amazing uh but oh dude it looks so good like visually i didn't think it'd get too much better after what it did on the four because god probably pushed that four to its limits but it did it got better oh yeah for sure oh, a million percent and yeah i'm i i did talk about my unfortunate loss of my actual data so i did get back past to where i was um since i did <laughs> lose yeah. my save file which was a bummer but yeah, I'm back to where I was and further now, I'd say I'm probably halfway through it. It, uh, oh, very nice. Okay. It, it, yeah, I'm, I'm liking a lot of what's going on. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, beeline the story right now, but it is still extremely difficult in that game to not go do the little fun side quests, which I already had to do oh, one of them. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I don't know if you've gotten this far or not, but there was one where 
you can actually fight all four different type of fighters with like they give you like wooden katanas and it's just kind of like you you bet and you gamble on it so if you win you might get oh, something cool like from sparring. them okay yeah you're yeah, just sparring really cool. against them and I, that was cool and honestly like anybody who wants to get back into the game talk about a refresher like that was awesome like there's no like game overs there's no like you're gonna die like you get into that and it really helps refresh you on like your dodges and your parries and your perfect parries. So oh, yeah. it really, yeah, really can, helped. Yeah. So I kind of wish that was maybe a little more toward the beginning of the game on purpose. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, you essentially, yeah, yeah. there's a part in the game where you get off of a ship and no spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody. And when you get off of it, as soon as you walk forward, the first person you can talk to is, a person that's in control of this sparring gambling situation you know it's just like a big circle that you can just fight in and yeah you get to fight against four different people and then you get four different um eh, they're not upgrades or anything but they're kind of cool little things you'll get you know i think the the coolest thing was you get some cool red die from one guy uh i think he's the last guy you got to beat and the die looks pretty badass it's like black but when the light hits it it like turns kind of a blood red it's really cool as hell like like a color shift that's awesome yeah it's like you're talking about the lighting in the game yeah it's yeah it's fucking awesome so it it looks so good it really does i i love i i do my own little cinematic pans when i play the game like when it gets into a cool Mm -hmm. spot i'll do like a real slow turn you know and the part where you come through the very beginning where you first get on iki island oh my god dude it shows Uh, that the title screen yes yes Yes. (laughs) oh dude the title screen really like it looked really good when i first got into these you have to travel to get to the dlc right but dude that that title screen when it comes out when you come out of that cave and just pans along that coast oh yeah fucking goosebumps dude so good so pretty yeah how that camera that camera pulled out just another little bit so you you know gin gets smaller but you pull in all of that foreground and background it's all happening around him and it's like oh damn this is gonna be fun (laughs) yeah uh yeah one of the most visually stunning games will come out in a long long time agreed the the their color choices are just bar none some like the best i've ever seen yeah like, absolutely there's definitely been some pretty games but they pick their colors such so it's like on the edge of realism like you know these flowers shouldn't be that bright yeah but it's not so bright that it looks cartoony like right. if they strike an excellent, excellent balance of how they place colors in this game just to make it visually just stunning oh absolutely it, it is stunning that is the word for it that should be on the box art because it's fucking stunning <laughs> oh my god yes yeah very oh, very good man. uh how about any of the yeah, did you man. do any of the stuff with the um getting uh, like the cats or the monkeys or the deer or anything like taming them and have you done any of them yet no i haven't i haven't i'm only like a few hours into the game so far okay and i spent a good chunk of time in the archery challenges which are pretty difficult i usually yeah. like to think i'm pretty good with bows and games like because it's my my favorite weapon in games most mm. of the time but those archery challenges are tough like, yeah getting bronze you know it took cut me a couple tries to kind of like kind of relearn the bow like okay i got the rhythm i can do this you know rejudging the distances and then silver was you know challenging but it's doable it sometimes it's a little tight but like the the gold the one like the gold portion dude they give you seven fucking seconds to get that done have you have you gotten a gold no okay because <laughs> i'm like if you did whoa you are a, a master 
Yeah, I want I want to do it eventually, but I'm like I was too invested in what was going on to like stop for that long to get it. Yeah, but I think my best time was like 11 seconds or something like 11 sounds or like mine. Yep. And like I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna shave like seven seconds. I think the trick is to use the concentration more because as you get more things, your concentration gets like upgraded. Yes. Uh, but like man, your concentration's got to be like something stupid to like get seven seconds it's yeah it's nuts. like they want but you to read it's a really cool yeah really cool challenge i think it was a really neat thing to add in because you know archery was a big is big lifestyle lifestyle thing for a samurai as mm. as well as your swords and such so i thought it was really cool they added uh, upgrades for like your archery and stuff and yeah. not just your like resolve and sword techniques and stuff so that was really cool to add in i thought it was like a fun challenge and you don't lose anything out you don't lose your own ammo they give you as much free ammo as you need uh it's kind of funny as, as you miss shots like guys behind you be like ah, uh, you, you'll, you'll hit like one of the lanterns it'll kind of cheer for you a little bit yeah. i thought yeah. that was a nice touch that nobody would have missed if it wasn't there but it was kind of funny when i would miss a shot that they would be like oof right something yeah like that. yeah they just yeah. kind of razz you a small bit <laughs> uh-huh exactly yeah yeah that was really funny but man this dlc is dope yeah it's really really good and yeah. speaking of arrows real quick before we get off topic and switch here like man talk about the dual sense and how that feels with like how good is that right like just pulling oh, pulling back and then actually pulling the arrow like if you don't i i actually screwed up on those things where I was not pulling all the way through, I was firing too quick. Uh-huh. My brain was in PS4 mode, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not even getting full taunt on my <laughs> on my string. I gotta, I yeah. gotta pull the bow back further." So, how about mm. that, man? What, what were your thoughts on that? Like, it's almost like here we go. We're getting a little touch. Of what we're gonna see in Horizon Forbidden West? You know what I mean? Oh yes, dude. <laughs> I hope I hope Forbidden West does it better because the bow is like the main thing for that game, right? But it is very good in in EK Island for sure uh, i feel like the tension like it doesn't just like grab to attention and then goes i feel like it actually progresses a little bit through the through the bow pool yeah um which i thought was really really cool and there's certain parts where um you use a grappling hook to like pull down bridges um, i was going to talk about that yeah tell and, them about that like, that's awesome that's the most resistance i felt out of dual sense out of any game so far like Same. you hook it on it's fine but like to pull it and like like oh it kind of like makes you like squeeze this controller like <laughs> other dual senses like think you put more effort into it and that's fine that's great it's got that tactile sense it's very very cool but this one like not like it's difficult but it's more pressure that was required that i've noticed from other games like you, they make you feel like like jen's putting his fucking back into it yeah exactly yeah yeah he planted those yeah, feet but... and he's really pulling you know <laughs> uh-huh yeah yeah it's very cool um Again, if it wasn't there, no one would notice, but it is there, so it's awesome. <laughs> you yeah, know? absolutely. Just a little extra, extra small details, you know, that attention to detail, like, like gets you that much more into the game. But yep. the sense has been really good, for sure. Oh, I haven't yeah. done too much of, like, sword firing and stuff just because I just got there. And there's been a few, like, Mongols I've killed and whatnot, and, like, one encampment, but um, everything feels really good so far. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that'll go into a, a next episode. We're planning to do an immersion episode, like immersion in video games. And that that there is a just a perfect example of just that little extra immersion. So yeah, look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. All right. Well, that, that's our playlist for uh, this last week, guys. So we'll, we'll bring some more next week and we'll be playing more games. So get ready for that. Um, oh, yeah. 
last word before we get into some hot takes and some big talk here we're gonna we're gonna talk about our classic game choices we've made that we'll be playing here over the next couple of weeks and we'll talk about them toward the end of the month um josh yeah. go ahead man what's yours what, what are you going for i'm gonna go for the first star fox like i don't want to like milk the three games off the switch too hard but like <laughs> star fox is a series that i got into i want to say later but it started you know in the early 90s but uh, i had one for like the gamecube and i had one or two on my ds and i i enjoyed them quite a bit so i was mm. kind of interested to go back and see like where it started and how the super nintendo really handled 3d graphics which is so right. bizarre to think that they had 3d graphics but they did and obviously they did it fairly successfully because star fox was a really big brand for a long time yeah. so kind of curious to go back and see what they did um what stayed core to all the games and you know what may or may not have made the cut uh, later on as well yeah a cool thing about that actually that uh you may not know about and i'll let the listeners know star fox for the super nintendo was the first super nintendo cartridge that they had to put double the memory in it for it to run so that they could compete so no kidding yeah okay all right so, should look into that there's a cool little uh, little documentary i watched about that i was like no shit that's pretty cool they're like yep we, we have to have a little bit more memory because it was running on a pc and they needed it to run on the, the console so they had to oh, specifically yeah. make that cartridge with more memory in it so that it could play i was like well that's kind of huh. <laughs> all right hell yeah little, dude little gaming history that's, fact that's really cool yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, hit me up with yours i'm excited for yours See hell yeah. list here. I, I got minish cap on my list i'm gonna go through that guy so i got multiple reasons why i'm gonna play through this so first i haven't finished it i need to so i love zelda and i have a new rule that i have to put in place and i'm trying to stick to it it's not easy but i have to beat <laughs> yeah. four games before i will allow myself to buy anything new you know that's it so that is on my list of one of the four. Uh, so I want to knock that off. I want to bring some impressions and everything to the show and uh, mm-hmm. be one game closer to being able to buy something new. So <laughs> also it, it will yeah, dude, give my Wii U some love. So my, my Wii U has not um, been loved on too much here as of late. And that's what I have that game on. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that was a good one. It's been a long time since I played it, but I do remember really, really liking it. So um, I think you'll have a good time. Yeah, yeah, I started it. I think maybe I was an hour into it when I stopped and I was like, okay, that's a good one. I'm going back to it. So, well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, since you've you've beaten it, I'll, I'll love to send my in- input your way and see what you guys out there think as well. So, all right, time to get into uh, the hot take. For sure. And I, this, this is probably a good solid hot take this time. Okay. No warm takes on this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no room temperature takes, no regular nah, takes. No. So <laughs> I, I want to talk about this because this has been bugging me a lot. And it, I think it's ridiculous. And I'm going to explain as to why I think it is. So we've got a lot of people upset that you have to pay $10 to go from a PS4 game to of upgraded version of the same game on a PS5, meaning that you know mm-hmm. either dual sense is included now, or load times have changed, or frame rates are increased. Um, so we're not talking Horizon Zero Dawn upgrade like you have. That was a yeah, quality of life. Exactly. Hey, here you go, 60 frames per second. Enjoy it. You're good. We're talking when you buy Horizon Zero Dawn, or sorry, Horizon Forbidden West you're going to get a PS4 version and a PS5 version. But if you don't want 
that particular collector's edition or whatever they want to call it right now. Um, because for me, I, I, I pre-ordered the Regala. That's mine. So that's going to come with PS4 and PS5 codes. So I'm good either way. So we're not talking about somebody like me. We're talking about somebody who buys the $60 version for the PS4 who does not have a PS5 and they're waiting to get a PS5. Right. This is what we're talking about. So when you go from a PS4 to a PS5, you're going to have to pay 10 bucks. They, they've announced that. It's going to be a $10 upgrade fee. And yep. I, my hot take on this is everyone needs to stop bitching about that. Stop bitching about it because it is not a problem, okay? You're going to pay that either way. So think about this. If you own a PS5 and you only buy the PS5 version, you're going to spend $70 on that game. If you yeah. own a PS4 and you buy the PS4 version, you're going to spend $60 on that game. So no matter what, you are going to pay $10 more no matter what. So I have a little bit more on the back end of this. You're also uh -huh. gaining more when you have the PS4 disc version and you throw it into the PS5, you pay $10 to upgrade. You're now going to be able to play your PS4 disc upgraded to a PS5 with full dual sense functionality, better visuals, upgraded frame rates, all of that. And you're going to mm -hmm. still be able to go, oh, hey, your kid wants to play on their PS4 that you gave them because now you have a PS5. You're going to go, okay, no problem. Hand them the disc, let them go play on the PS4. So in turn, you now have two games for a $10 upgrade. And me, let's just say I only buy the PS5 version because I only own a PS5, but I have a PS4 from years ago or something. If I buy that PS5 game, I can't put that PS5 game in my PS4 or give it to my kid to play. So right, right, I just yeah. spent $70 to inconvenience myself if you want to look at it that way. That's just how it looks at you guys that are complaining that $10 is an upgrade is a problem need to stop. Like that's my hot take. Stop complaining about it. it is nothing to complain about because yeah. you're going to pay it either way. So before I keep going, Josh, hit me with your side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, I think we're going to be on the same page with this because honestly, this hasn't, this has been a trend for Sony for a minute um, for upgrading games. Like obviously with uh, Eek Island is another great example. You could buy their director's cut on PlayStation 4 for 20 bucks, but I paid the extra 10 to get it on my five. And I don't think it's a negligible like amount because every time you pay for that, you get PlayStation 5 functionality. Um, I think the reason that um, Gorilla didn't charge extra for the Zero Dawn upgrades because well, the game's four years old and the only upgrades that it got were visual. So it's all the same vibrations and stuff, everything, all the same tactile stuff that the four had. Um, so you're not losing out on any of that, but it's structurally a frame rate and a visual, you know, upgrade. Uh, so they didn't charge anything for that. But every upgrade that I've seen for games has included full like dual sense capabilities, a full visual update. Um, you know, not just like not it's never just a direct port over. So I always feel like you're getting something out of it. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. So to your point there, even to, even to make my point even more. So Xbox has what's called smart delivery. And that's what everybody is saying. That's what PlayStation should do. Smart delivery, smart delivery, smart delivery. It should be easily upgraded. It should be upgraded for free, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Nobody's thinking about everything else that has to happen when you upgrade a PlayStation five with a dual sense. Okay. And Xbox has had the same controller for over a decade now. 
there's nothing different about that controller. So they don't have to change anything. What they're doing is they're doing mm-hmm. exactly what you just said. They're giving you the upgraded visuals. They're giving you the ability to have a frame rate that's faster. And that's it. Nothing right. else changes. That is exactly what PlayStation just did with Horizon for free. That's what Gorilla gave us. They didn't charge us anything. Yeah. That's exactly what Xbox is doing. Xbox is changing nothing as far as immersion. And like I said, we'll talk about that in another episode with immersion. But listen, everybody needs to remember that the DualSense controller is a completely new piece of hardware that nobody else has. And nobody else is going to touch for quite some time, honestly, because the patents on that thing are probably insane. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to program and rewrite and, and redo the entire game for it to function with all new upgrades with no new graphics with new frame rate and the dual sense for $10. So you're not just paying for like it to look prettier and run better. That's, that's going to happen when you put the disc in the PS five, the PS five already a better system. Yeah. So that's free. Yeah. That already happens. I can, I can state that for sure. Cause I've done it with cyberpunk and multiple other games where you put it in and it runs better than it ever did on my PS four. But you have additions with a dual sense that changes the way you feel about a game when you're playing it and just adds something that it shouldn't yeah. be free. It should not be free. And I want to go on my next level of this. The whole gaming community is flipping out about crunch right now. Okay. Like gamers are, you know, they don't want people to crunch in a game. They want them to take their time. I know we do. I don't want crunch at all. So, you know, yeah. let them make the game as they can, but if they're going to make the game, pay them for doing that. Give them what they deserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, there's still, like, um, you know, Forbidden West doesn't have to be a previous-gen title at all. Like, I, and at this point, I think the newest consoles, while everyone's still having issues getting them because they're so incredibly popular, as they should be, um, that, you know, they're still being nice enough to still trickle in some developed last-gen you know, games that, that are on, on both. But it, at this point, I think they've been out long enough that, you know, I, I wouldn't question it if it was our next gen only game because there still are a lot of consoles. There's just a lot more people wanting them this time around, it seems like. So there's still like several million of each of, of each Xbox and PlayStation out that honestly, if they would have told me Forbidden West was a next gen title only, and that's what I anticipated. And that's honestly what I wanted my PlayStation 5 for that game specifically. I wouldn't have questioned it. I mean, oh. to me, that's that's a console selling game. Like, I will pay the five hundred dollars plus the, that to play the game, also because I know I'm going to use it far more than that. But <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I, I, and you're like you said, the companies are also developing for both for both consoles. How similar they are and how easy that is, honestly, I can't say. I, I haven't Same. read anything. I haven't heard anything. Um, so maybe it's not that crazy. Like they they're able to release it before and then develop even further for the five, but I don't know how, you know, the programming and architecture is, is any sort of similar. They probably are similar um, to, you know, make it easier on developers, but I don't know, but it's still more work. Someone still had to put weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of work to like make that stuff work, make sure it's not glitchy, make sure the upgrades don't cause any weird, like, you know, rendering issues or anything like mm-hmm. that. So to, to your point, like it's $10, you're at the same price, regardless of what system you're going to get it. I'm going to buy it for next gen because I have, honestly no reason to put it on my 
on my PlayStation 4 because it's still collecting dust because it does five <laughs> does everything my four does and more. And you don't have kids <laughs> to give it to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have anyone to like pass it down to. Um but honestly, it's the same price. Like yeah. and it, to be fair, like even from a, a marketing and business standpoint, like a lot of people would just undercut and go buy the four version, get what would be a, a free upgrade for the five and pay 10 bucks less. Exactly. Exactly. And that doesn't even really make sense. So I think from just a, you know, a good guy standpoint, not that big of a deal. You're, you're helping the developer extra for making both versions when they could just say, you know, this is a brand new game, PlayStation five and the Xbox has been out for almost a year now. It's a next gen title. Sorry about your luck, but right. you know, they put the app. Yeah, exactly. And you know, another comparison I want to make is DVD to Blu-ray. Okay. So that's, that's kind of what we're talking about here. We're talking about last gen versus next gen, right? And we all had DVDs. How many of you expected that Sony, let's just say Sony movie studios. So, right. Sony Columbia pictures, right? How many of them expected uh -huh. you? Oh, I bought Spider-Man on DVD. Now you have Blu-ray. What the hell? I want that for free. You give me the Blu-ray version for free. That's the <laughs> yeah. same fucking thing. And it drives me nuts. Like, I don't care who disagrees with me. This makes sense to me that it's going to cost $10 for me to upgrade something based on what I'm getting. And it's going to be free if I don't get anything. Like, I'm not getting anything for a lot of these upgrades. I paid for the console. So it should be free. I should be able to put that game in there and it should run better for nothing because I paid $500 mm -hmm. for the system. And it does. Like I've already said, I can put games in there that I specifically know did not run great and they run great on that thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. Blu-ray, nobody had this argument 10 years ago, uh, probably closer to, well, not 20, but right about 20 years ago, DVD came out and about five years later, Blu-ray came out. We're talking about a console that came out seven years ago versus the new console now, which has actually been eight now since right. this has been out a year. So we're, we're talking about the exact same situation that nobody had a problem then. Why? Why didn't you have a problem? Like you had to go buy all your movies again on Blu-ray. Okay. And I can go a step further in this. Now, if you want it digitally, you have to fucking buy it digitally. Okay, nobody's complaining yeah. about this, right? Nobody's complaining about yeah. that, but they're complaining about the video games. And guess what's harder to make? Video games. They're harder to make. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm sick of hearing people complain that it costs $10 to upgrade a game to include a completely new way of playing. The DualSense is a completely new way of playing. And to all of you people who are playing mm -hmm. PS5 games, this might be a secondary embedded hot take, okay? But to all of you who are playing PS5 games and you're turning the DualSense functionality off, you're stupid. Like, I don't care who you are. Why did you even do it? Like, Ooh, that's a spicy one. Get yeah. mad at me. I don't care. That is a completely new piece of hardware that these developers are utilizing that, and if you think back, people had an upset like feeling of like, oh, nobody's going to support the dual sense. Like, why are they even doing this? It's too much. Third parties aren't going to pay attention to it. These people aren't. No, they're all paying attention to it because if you listen to they see what it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, you listen, you read any other podcast or, you know, 
sites, whatever, you're going to hear people like say exactly what I'm saying. They're, they're going to go, well, I don't think they're going to support it. Like that they all said this to begin with, but they are all supporting it now. And they're saying it's amazing. Like, yeah, sure. It affects your battery life. Sure. It does this. Sure. It does that. But you know, there's options around that kind of stuff. If you want to play for 14 hours in a day, plug your controller in. You know what I mean? They're not made to play for 14 <laughs> hours a day anyway. I mean, honestly, so yeah, plug it in yeah, and yeah. play that way. What do you think people do when they play on a PC all day? You know, they plug their shit in or they have batteries available, you know, that has mm -hmm. no batteries available. You have to plug it in, but it's a completely new piece of hardware that in my eyes, 1 million percent from the first minute I played Astro's Playroom, that's a game changer. That controller is a game changer, million percent. And you'll yeah. always hear us say that on the show. And I want to get people yeah, talking. I, mean, I want to stir people up, right? I'll talk to you about this <laughs> yeah. all day long and I'll understand your side of it. But there has to be an understanding overall that this is not taking your money. You're going to pay this no matter what if you own a PS5. No matter what. If you want the PS5 version yeah. of the game, you're going to pay $70. You're going to pay $60 if you have a PS4. So you're going to pay $10 more no matter what. And I'm tired of people not making that a point, okay? That it's just never been a point on anything I've read or listened to. And I want to voice that. It's my hot take. It is what it is. Let's talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. hit, hit me with the ends of yours, man. What do you got? I, I went long-winded on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. No, I think I think the DualSense is very worth it. I think, you know, regardless if you're you know, – paying it anyway. I think DualSense adds a lot and developers, to your point, developers are paying a lot of attention. Mm. Um, I've been pretty, I've been pretty choosy on my games because I'm always choosy on my games uh, for what I buy, but every game that I played has not ignored like that DualSense, like at all. Like they realize like this is part of the reason why people are buying this system. We can't just leave it be. Like there's been uh, like even Demon Souls uh, used it. It didn't like go like crazy on it. Um, but it was definitely there, right? I mean, it had some of that tactile stuff with uh, the the bow draws, you know, and all that stuff. Um, it didn't go as crazy as like what Returnal did, what is near constant feedback and very much paid attention to its environment because there's early stages in the game, it rains. And like, I went under like a room transition and the rain stopped on my controller in that 10 feet of stuff so i didn't like just act like the rain was there all the time it stopped and it started when i got back in the room next room where it was still raining like yeah i still had that feedback the whole time yeah they paid incredible attention to detail by why my battery life sucked so bad on that <laughs> so worth it though worth it yes it, it is very immersive it's very cool um I guess if you don't like DualSense, that's also a hot take because it seems universally loved. And, you know, if you've been listening right. to us for any amount of time, you know, we fucking adore it. Uh, so I think, I think for that, for that extra just sense and everything, I, I think it's, I think it's worth it. I think the 10 bucks is worth it. I, I like, it's the same price regardless. That's how I see it. And that's how we both see it. Um, I'm a little confused as to why, <laughs> why it's such a, a hotly debated topic. Yeah. Um, I, I think you get a lot out of that 10 bucks and there's probably a lot of the same percentage of people who have paid $10 for a skin and their favorite massive multiplayer online game. So yeah, hundred percent. Like how many people are dumping $10 <laughs> into Fortnite daily? And those probably are the yeah. same people complaining about this. Yeah. It's probably not a huge percentage, but they gotta be out there. Right. Oh, they exist. Yeah. Yeah. 
honestly, I think 10 bucks is fine for an upgrade. They could they could have said, you know, fuck you, or you can pay again for the PlayStation version. Hundred percent this, this <laughs> upgrade program. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some stuff that got like free visual updates, like I know um Doom Eternal got a visual update and mm-hmm. i don't think it cost me anything Mm-mm. um i don't also don't think it had any dual sense functionality or anything it was just 60 frames and looked prettier which on a game like that fuck it 60 frames is worth it because that's a fast-paced game and any amount of time you get to oh, yeah. accuracy is fully worth it um you know yeah, yeah. I, I think that's i think i've covered what i <laughs> what i have <laughs> on this topic i'm confused as to why it's so hotly debated but yeah agreed. yeah agreed i think yeah i think it makes sense i this this may be my first official full-on hot take uh on the episodes and that's fine but this one i'm passionate about because i'm i'm just sick it's people talking out of both sides of their mouths where they don't want to pay ten dollars mm-hmm. but they also don't want video game developers to have to crunch so why are you complaining like pay them the money that they deserve don't let them have to crunch don't make them feel like they're stressed out like all this back-end stuff you're getting from honestly there's there's millions of people out there that are complaining about this you know that's why it's a hot take for me because i'm one of the few that aren't complaining about it like <laughs> you know us we are the few so yeah yeah do you agree with us do you not agree with us i really want to know i really really do so if you're on youtube yeah dude yeah you know, and youtube like comment below it, email us and email in yeah. and let us know how you feel about it you know are you with us yeah, on our hot just, take yeah disagree with us tell us I mean, tweet at us. discussion on our facebook page or something i mean yeah. i'd love to see other people's thoughts because um it seems to be a little bit controversial and i want to say if we're actually in the minority it seems like we might be but uh yeah. again we love any and all conversation prompted from you guys definitely email us and um, even if it's not about <laughs> this specifically, we'd love to hear. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, you have a hot take. You want to know if uh, we're hot on that take too? Let us know on that. We'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. It may end up being a big topic on the show, just like this one is. So yeah, right. Yeah, definitely, definitely send us stuff. I am. Oh man, I will. I will end my hot take. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> now we can. Take a deep breath. We can find our zen again. Yes, yes. yes. We can move into Sony Showcase, which, uh, ooh, so hot, dude. That show was man. fucking fire, dude. Fire. So many good games. Like, we, we were a little bit salty that, like, just a touch salty that Sony wasn't there for E3. And now I get it. Sony didn't need E3. Sony had this. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know if they just weren't ready at the time and their people needed more time. And I don't mean if that's what happened. I mean, kudos to like good guy Sony on that one if that's what happened. Right. But man, that all these games were awesome. Like there oh were some God, things yeah. I liked less than others, but none of, none of them was like, that's dumb. Why did you do that? Right. No, nothing was bad at all. And there was something for everyone in this show that I'd, you can fight me on that one. There was literally something for everyone oh, in Jesus. this show yeah 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 everybody everybody so oh, let's man. start at the top man are you ready you just want to knock this baby down one game at a time and uh we'll let's uh, go man let's well go. you'll you'll probably yeah. be able to sense our level of uh hype based on how much we talk about it probably <laughs> but yeah. some of that yep. some of that has yep, to go well it has to go along with what they gave us too you know so the first one is kotor obviously uh, knights of the old republic remake 
they didn't give us a whole lot to go off on that one. So we can't talk a whole lot on it. Um, I, yeah. I, gave, I gave it a thumbs up. I am excited for that one. Um, small bit of me is I, I did not finish the first time playthrough of that. Um, wanted to. I still feel like that was in the realm where like too much life was happening in my life because when that game mm-hmm. came out, I was, yeah, I was getting yeah. married. I was transitioning from buying a house and, and all those things. So yeah. a, lot, a lot of that took me away from it. So I have no doubt I will play this. And uh, I think I read that this is a one year exclusive to PS five. So it has a limited, okay. a limited okay. exclusivity. So that's kind of cool as well and not expected at all. So what was your take on KOTOR? Right. Yeah, Nick, I'm not like a big Star Wars fan. As, as nerdy as right. I am, Star Wars has never really hooked, on, hooked me much. <laughs> so I saw the announcement. I'm like, that's really cool for the people who like Star Wars. And then I <laughs> immediately moved on. Yeah. So I don't really have much of a take just because I'm not like, I don't think Star Wars is like awful or anything. It's just one of those sure. like big franchises that like I'm one of the weird people that it just didn't grab that hard. Like I, I recognize that it's cool. It's well written. It has a big fan base it has for like a reason. I don't know. It's maybe it's not for me. Yeah. No, that's fair. That totally makes sense. I'm sure there's plenty of them out there. I mean, there's people that just don't play video games too. So <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, next one was Project Eve. This one. This one didn't strike me as anything I would do. If it, maybe if it was a movie, I would watch it. But I, I thought it looked cool. I was like, oh, there's a lot of shit going on in this one. It did have a lot of style. Yeah. 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 To me, it hit, it hit like a like a JRPG, like Dark Souls, like a like a Souls like, mm. but with like a lot of like Japanese JRPG and JRPG influence. Yeah. I thought it looked really cool. I think I want to see a little bit more on it before I'm like super sold on it. But mm. it grabbed me. I thought it looked neat. Um, very flashy. Uh, very mobile. Um, yep. It's it's that third person view with you know, uh, you know close and in close combat and stuff. So it kind of looked a little bit like a Souls like. Nick, you kind of drew some uh, comparisons to to Near uh, when we were talking. Yeah, Near Automata, right? So I, I haven't played it, so I can't make that comparison. Um, but it looked very cool. I, I definitely want to see more on it. I'm not super sold just yet, but yeah, yeah. I think it looked very cool. Yeah, very stylized. It did look cool uh next one uh forespoken so i i have hype right next to this one for me i mean i am super ready for this game it blew me away mm-hmm. i didn't expect to see everything it was doing and the world looked enormous so i'm hoping when they showed all those yeah. big drawn out areas that it, we can go visit those because they did do a lot like uh, breath of the wild where they pan out and show you like these huge vistas and mountains and yeah you know. dude the game is pretty very oh, pretty very pretty very pretty yeah and it cool concept i kind of liked you know like they kind of leave you hanging on the story like what really happened she goes through a portal and she tries uh-huh. to go back it sounds like and she's like no 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 wait 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 and then portal closes and she's just there with this cuff on her arm that talks to her kind of like jarvis you know right uh-huh yeah 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 it's very like classic fantasy stuff they're like dragons and spells but like it seems really mobile, like through the flashes. Yeah. I know it's like a lot of like parkour and like spells on the move. And it was like that very grappling. very cool. She was like grappling <laughs> across rooftops and like shooting like hundreds of feet across. Then they had that cool yeah, like, like wave effect combat. behind her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Very cool. I'm, I'm super in for this game already. I like the main character already. Yes. Um, you didn't get to see a lot of her, but her personality seemed pretty chill. And she actually, for whatever reason, seemed instantly relatable. Yes. So, 
Yeah, and right now I'm listening to a uh, a D&D podcast called Dungeons and Daddies. It is not a BDSM podcast, and they make that disclaimer every episode. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's about like a group that gets transported from like the real world to like the Forgotten Realms, which is like the big, you know, um, which is the coast like uh, area realm for D&D. But so like me, it's because I've been listening to that and I, the, the concept seemed instantly uh, like normal to me. Like it wasn't a weird concept. Mm. So I was yep. in pretty fast. Yeah. 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 It was very cool. I mean, she's saying some cool shit, you know, like as soon as she, she gets there, like something happens to her and she goes, what the fuck? Like, you know, I'm mean, like, she's just like <laughs> instant, like you said, instantly relatable because you would be doing what she's doing in that thing. Like, she's just yeah. like, I'm seeing yeah. fucking dragons and oh my God, I got this cuff talking to me on my hand. What is happening? Like, she's like the exact same we would yeah. do. Yeah. 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 That, yeah, that no, one's all the spells up there. Seem, yeah. Yeah, All go the ahead. Magic man. stuff looked really, really cool. Uh, yeah, very excited for for spoken. Um, yes, very spring in. Square Enix. We got a year, so we got a year on this one. We'll we'll definitely be talking more on that Ooh. one. I it will stay on my yeah. radar. Spring twenty twenty two. They gave us a at least a a season that we can plan on that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, oh, man, next one was just kind of a meh for me. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. You know what? It's just not. It's not up my alley. That's really all nope, it comes down to. Uh, full disclosure, I did skip that part of the showcase. I, <laughs> I watched the showcase the, the next day, so I watched it. Uh, today's a Saturday, so I, wa- I watched it yesterday on Friday. Um, so it, I recognize it's good. It looks neat as I watched some uh, earlier previews and stuff of it. It's, it's just the whole like classic uh, like military style like first-person shooter games. They're good. People, A lot of people like them for a very good reason, just mm-hmm. me just not for me yeah yeah and you know the three the three player pve does entice me some because it does yeah but it's not enough for me to to pay for the game honestly if i'm being super honest i hope it comes to game pass and it sells me i hope that's what it does because right right i would pick it up on playstation if i could because of the dual sense which we have talked about already (laughs) (laughs) yep Uh, yep 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 Next one, Tina, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I mean, looks fun, man. Like it looks like a Borderlands game. You were mentioning some things in the pre-show yeah. about seeing melee droppage and stuff. Uh, what'd you see there? Yeah, so every character has always had a melee option, which is always really viable early on and then severely drops off in the late game, unless your character has like a specialized like skill area for that. And even then, like uh, new game plus, it immediately becomes useless. Things do too mm. much damage. And it's just not never worth getting it. into melee range for all that stuff. Yeah, you'll never use it again. So I uh, I did see like melee weapon drops and some like they still, of course, it's it's Borderlands game. So they show like the big loot drops and like, oh, look at all the shit you can get all the time. And that yeah. stuff does actually happen in the game. So it's not just like, you know, like a fucking um, clickbait thing. Yeah. So but I thought it's all like hammers and like axes fall out of it. So if you're getting like melee weapons as loot, that means your melee is going to stay more relevant as long as they balance it well enough. So you can actually have the melee build. There's certain enemies like shit and I'm gonna get in close and melee is more fun than whatever shotgun I have at the time. Yeah, you can just fucking get in there. And you know, it's, it's, a, it's another like D&D thing, which in Borderlands is bunkers and badasses and 
Oh yeah. It's Tiny Tina. Uh, it was a uh, DLC for Borderlands 2. It was very fun, very stylized, very classic D&D brought to Borderlands. And this is like a whole game of that. People really, really, really love that DLC. And it's just Tiny Tina playing with a bunch of people. It looked like a whole new cast of characters aside from Tiny Tina. And I think Torg was in there at one point in the, in mm. the previews. Um, but it's going to be all new characters, all new uh, skill abilities. Uh, it looks cool. I, I have... I hope it's as fun as I, as it looks. Uh, Borderlands Three was very fun. I hope the story is a little bit better though to keep me interested. Yeah, I don't regret buying the super deluxe version for Borderlands because I feel like I got enough time out of it with all the free DLC I got. It came mm-hmm. to come back a couple times. Um, yeah, a little bit more cautiously optimistic, but it looks fun for sure. Yeah, this one has a, a better chance I think of having that story since it's not DLC and it's a full title, so that that should help. At yeah. Least. So. Yeah, this is one I would like to play. I do like Borderlands quite a bit, and I still got to go back and finish three, though. Uh, unfortunately, I have I haven't done that yet. It's the one I'm holding to play. Me and my son play co-op, so we gotta we gotta wait until that time comes uh, yeah, available. Yeah. But we uh, we we do enjoy Borderlands for sure. The humor looks like it's it's actually ramped up a little bit for this. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that. And mm, yeah. the visuals, it looks extremely pretty. Like, I mean, how they keep making those look better is uh, pretty impressive. So with a cel-shaded look. Yeah. Adding detail without defeating their artwork is, yeah. and especially of theirs, really. Yeah. It's always been very cartoony, very comic book looking, and they somehow managed to add more detail and still maintain the Borderlands style, which I think is pretty impressive because they could get away from that pretty easily. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an excellent balance that they found for sure um so alan wake is the next one that was uh shown uh they're doing a remake so and it's coming to playstation for the first time in the game's history um i never really got into alan wake it's just kind of like stay in the light situation with a mystery going on it could take me back because i am starting to play control uh that will be one of my games playlists coming up in the next few weeks but i know alan wake is in control and i know the universes are connected so that's mm, probably going to okay. get me to play as long as uh, as long as I finish control up and enjoy it um, in the end, because I started control a while back and never finished all the way through, but I'll get back through it here on the PS5. So, and I don't know, I, I you, you've probably never played it since you were never an Xbox guy until as of recent. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a meh. The, preview, meh. the trailer they had didn't really. Okay. the trailer didn't really grab me it definitely still looked like an old game with a new skin is yeah which is fine i mean that's to expect with some things i'm not gonna always do like a complete like remake like they did demon souls um so reskin is fine i i think it's great for their fans that they brought it forward uh unless it has some like crazy good new reviews i think that's probably a pass on my part so right Yeah. yeah yeah like i said I'd probably be a pass for me as long as control doesn't do something to make me go, Oh shit. I need to go play that. So uh, then, I, then I might, then I might, um, next GTA five, the PS five version will be coming out March 22nd. So they did show us a, a trailer of that. I mean, it did look better. Uh, the visuals were upgraded. You could tell. And, um, I was kind of, I was kind of bummed. They didn't talk about dual sense too much. Uh, we'll see if they, I know there'll be integration with that but it already had some really cool integration on the ps4 with the you know cops chasing you and the controller flash blue and red and white and all that stuff was pretty uh, cool yeah so yeah. and the speaker i love the speaker on the gta game so we'll see if uh i know they'll include quite a bit for this game for sure they are hyping it up quite a bit 
Um, biggest thing for me on that one, man, we kind of talked in the pre-show, but I'll let everybody else know is like the load times are finally going to be to the point where it's like, it's about fucking time that a game can, well, this game specifically anyway, you switching three, you know, between three characters consistently. And I, it just kind of breaks that immersion, which I, I keep bringing up because I'm plugging that next episode. Right. But, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we just, you have to wait like 30 seconds between switching characters in this game because it has to pan out. It has to reload the map and it has to throw you into Trevor or Michael or Franklin, whoever you're playing as. And they did show this and it seemed like they showed like one-to-one what it's going to do. And it was like a couple of seconds uh, that it panned up and you saw the map and you boom right back down into the next guy and ready to play again. And I'm super excited for that. I've already played through this game and beaten it uh five times so <laughs> it's just i love <laughs> grand theft auto they just they're they have cars right, right. in them i've already mentioned i've had cars and you know i like to play driving games and, and racing games is just kind of a goof off relaxing thing gta is very similar to that except i can play story or i can just play online or i can just do whatever the hell i want so it kind of gives me all those right. options in one and um yeah i have a lot of fun with it so i'm looking forward to the ps5 version i'll be one of those guys who will be snatching it up again and not complaining about it, believe it or not. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I know yeah. you're not, you're not much of a GTA guy. So you kind of just give them this one, right? Yeah. Um, I like for the rainbow trailer. I fully skipped this one because I saw yeah. like, Oh, it's GTA five for like the 10th time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like none of those things. Like I'm glad for the current fans like you that's getting like a big update like this. Um, and people who still really, really want to play it despite being out for like, eight years now or something crazy came out in 13 um, yep eight years yeah so that was something i was glad for other people to have but i've never really gotten into them. i played some of them a little bit but nothing really grabbed me enough to like yeah i want to buy this game yeah so i fully just skipped over it because i watched yeah. like two hours of trailers before that <laughs> and like let's let's get to the meaty stuff i haven't seen yet right right yeah and, you know, uh, this is just more or less Rockstar's Skyrim, you know, like it's just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, very much so. As long as people will buy it, they'll keep releasing yep, it. Yep. And it seems to be working. So, you know, yeah, they're have to get some funding, funding to get make uh, six. Then. Oh, so yeah. Be it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It seems like other developers are figuring out what Nintendo has done. You know what I mean? Like they're getting you to buy these games over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, very much so. Yeah. Uh, uh next one man, oh, man. ghost ghostwire tokyo what what's your thoughts on that one it looked very cool i think visually the game is awesome i think it had a lot of style it had you know very unique and it's like approach to like its artwork and stuff but honestly from what i saw from gameplay it didn't look much different than what's been done before and i i definitely want to see more because i hope i'm wrong mm. because the game visually is pretty stunning Oh, stunning. Yeah. Very flashy. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, but it's not like like how the maneuvers and some of the other abilities kind of looked like, like I said, like I'd been done before. That mm-hmm. didn't in itself look unique to me. So I really hope I'm wrong. I want to see some like a game a gameplay trailer or another like story trailer where you get more glimpses of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like the game should be really cool just because the art style is very, very grabbing. Um, oh, definitely yeah. got me to pay attention right away so I, I do hope i'm wrong on that so you think that if you saw more gameplay 
versus the story or universe that would help you make a decision better yeah it was kind of like the uh his death loop got a, a little bit of a, uh, a stint on here as well and mm. it was another game i was like oh this looks neat um but i don't know but it had like a narrated more of like a story slash gameplay trailer and i'm like okay this game actually looks pretty cool i'm i'm now paying like actually paying attention to this thing so i'm hoping that's what i'm getting next like a little I background so a little like introduction of the main character uh, maybe like a film introduction with some like story narration with more gameplay gameplay clips in there um you don't you don't have to give me like a 20 minute like here's a game demo which would be awesome i would definitely take that oh yeah but even like an additional trailer like that to mm. really give me a better feel what the game is and what it's about right right uh, and you know what to your to your credit and to your point there this trailer i guess you you should say i mean it showed gameplay and trailer but it didn't really have a, a line like it was just kind of scattered like you couldn't really tell what was happening like what the whole concept mm. of the game was really like the that's, story that's it was kind of convoluted like there were so many things happening okay whoop what wait 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 it did get my attention but it did not yeah. show enough of like what am i gonna be doing in the game and why you know yeah it was more of a teaser than it was anything else to, mm -hmm. to that point um kind of gave you like glimpses like oh what's this really cool thing uh, but at the same time, didn't really show you much at the same time, which I thought was maybe a little weird. I don't know if this is a real reveal trailer or not. Um, if it is, I mean, kind of on the rough side. So I hope they mm. put something else to really explain what it is more. Yeah, it kind of had like a like a paranormal of like side to it. Like you're like punching guys and their arms are going into their bodies and shit. And like, you know, this yeah it was it was definitely different like it was different than i thought it was going to be and i don't know why i was actually talking with katie over at circles and squares and she, she's pretty hyped for this game and it was what what's this game going to be about you know ghostwire tokyo it's like okay obviously it's going to take place in tokyo and i had read a little bit about it but i didn't expect it to be so much of like i just want to call it like you're a mage or something like you're using your hands for magic a lot in, in the game like you have certain powers mm -hmm. and stuff i expected more like sword fighting and stuff because i think just tokyo immediately took my head into <laughs> you know that uh -huh. but i was like oh this this isn't anything like i expected and we kind of talked about it and it's it, it kind of it's relative to like a bioshock and I, I didn't think about Bioshock because it's probably been 10 years since I've played through a Bioshock game. And I was like, okay. oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because in Bioshock, you did use your hands to do a lot of things and you had guns as well. So there was like a combination going on in that. So I'm wondering we might get some combination in this as well. It could make it a little bit more fun for everybody, kind of give something okay. for everybody. Okay. But yeah, it was, it was kind of all over the place. And I need to watch the trailer a few more times probably. But I really liked the art style. That's fair. I really, really liked yeah. where it was going uh, just from visually looking at it. I, I didn't know what the game was until clear at the end. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then, you know, they show you the name at the <laughs> end. And I was like, yeah. oh, I did not expect it to be that game. So it took me by surprise. But at the same time, I was it was it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I hear you there. Definitely looking forward to more. Yeah, that one was like right on my cool meter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know what? I think it's going to be fun and I think I'll enjoy that one. We'll just have to give it a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? So I'm the Guardians guy. Everybody knows that. I say that all the time. 
So I, I'm pumped for this uh-huh. game. I'm, I'm, I won't say a whole lot about it. I was happy to see at least the big bad uh, showed up and we'll be able to understand yeah. the story a little more and where it's going. And the Guardians have only been established for one year in this game. So it is a very early type of like starting mm. point. So they're okay. still kind of working, working out each other's like, you know, qualms and quips and, you know, everything about each other. And I, I like that idea. I, I'm cool with that start it fresh again and, and just give something new to build a universe around so and right i thought it was great it, it had its funny moments uh you know like i like to clear uh-huh. at the end where uh rocket is bringing the milano in and he like fucks up the computer and it's all sparking and on fire and shit and he's like uh that was on uh that was uh on purpose and the the milano is on its way and then like he turns around <laughs> and his mustache is on fire like his one of his whiskers is on fire and Groot uh-huh. just, Groot yeah. just pushes it out he just squashes the little fire and he's like thanks buddy you know yeah. like i just the humor's there yeah and they, they ended with the humor so i'm really hoping that they lean into they started with humor honestly and they ended with humor so i'm really hoping they keep the the game funny because the beginning you know like star lord's kind of faking a heart attack you know he's like oh my god oh no and he's like what are you doing he's like i think i'm having a heart attack and the guy's like knock it off he's like all right you know (laughs) so (laughs) yeah yeah, Uh, i'm I'm really excited for this one so you you think this one might get you to play well what are your thoughts on it i'm curious i think so i'm definitely interested because i really really like how they are staying true to the characters but they're not staying true to the movie right mm, yeah that's, that's everyone's first thought because the movie's been out for a while now and so when you think that like that's that's the benchmark because naturally that's what everyone's seen is if you haven't like read the comics and like are super into like the marvel actually like written comics then you don't know so that's you know probably 95 percent of people's like benchmark will be the movie so mm-hmm. i've been really impressed how they bring all the characters stay true to the characters but also make them feel unique to the game yeah absolutely. like star lord you know is you know chris pratt plays our excellently and it's almost confirmed by how star is being portrayed here because they're still very similar but you know it's not just chris pratt and like a different skin right yeah right so i mean all the characters are very recognizable but also very unique at the same time like they have their own style so mm-hmm. i think the only one that's like pretty much directly comparable is rocket just because that's Rocket's design, right? He's always been close. I would say Groot. I would say Groot's the one that's probably the most the mm. same from. Okay. Because they did change Rocket a little bit. They didn't change him a whole yeah. lot. He's a raccoon. This time he has like a little, a little kind of goatee braid. You know what I mean? That's about the biggest yeah. difference. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. see. I see what you're saying. You're absolutely right. The other three are all totally different. Yeah, and I you get you get like the character dynamics in the trailer also their trailers have been really good because they mm. very quick and very efficiently have shown you like some sort of dynamics between the team and the gameplay whoever's designed these trailers should get a fucking rate <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> just yeah. from every every side yeah i'm i'm pretty in i think well i definitely want to see more gameplay because i want to see more of this game but yeah it seems really cool yeah yeah 100 very, very much excited for this one i'm glad you're not one of the ones that that the fact that it's not one-to-one to the movie it doesn't off put you off you know what I mean? Because that that's kind of the running yeah. thing I've noticed with Marvel movies and Marvel games is people have this like this level of separation that they just can't get past the fact that they're not playing the characters from the movie. And I'm, I'm glad to have another person that that's OK with that being that way, because I would rather the separation exist for sure. Yeah. 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 Same here. And yeah, uh, I, I don't want I don't want the movie characters. 
Yeah, I want exactly. it to be a standalone because if they try to emulate the movie characters, it's never going to be the same unless no. they get the actors to do the voices and the mocap. Right. Which they don't have to pay them entirely too much <laughs> to do. And that game will not be $70. It will be right. like 80 to 90 because <laughs> you know, they're well-paid actors in there. Um, but I don't, I don't want to have to worry about the characters living up to something else. I, right. And this has been a common theme with like remakes. I know uh, for a movie reference, I haven't seen the new Aladdin, but I heard a lot of criticisms about it because Will Smith just wasn't Robin Williams. Well, of course he's not Robin right. Williams. How do you live yeah. up to that? And he took his own take on it. And I haven't seen the movie, but from understanding, he's fully took his own take. And honestly, that's a good separation for me. If you're going to redo yeah. something with somebody else, don't try to like be the character, but don't try to emulate the thing before it. Yeah. And kind of what's interesting in, in games and movies, one thing I haven't seen criticism between, I haven't seen too much of that with Spider-Man, actually. True, right? And it was actually brought up in one of the more recent episodes of Circles and Squares to where they kind of brought up that there hasn't been that criticism with that. I think maybe it's because Spider-Man has been made for so long that mm. it's always been games and been movies. So like people have actually already naturally like had that separation with it maybe because yeah. they, they both progressed. And I don't think I've seen that criticism out of the Batman games either. I think for the same reason. Good point. Yeah. 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 You're right. And you so, know, I, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh no. yeah. I mean, again, iterating that, I, I want the separation. Like mm. I want the game to feel unique because I don't want to have to worry about my own biases because I love the, I love the Guardians movies and I, oh, yeah. if they could somehow perfectly translate that into a game. I think that'd be hella fun too, but I'm really glad they're not trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, I like the separation because I want to be able to enjoy them both equally in their own terms. So, you know, mm -hmm. I can watch a movie and I don't have to think about the game. You know, I didn't have to play it because there might've been like a sneak peek of something in the game. They used to do that kind of stuff. It kind of drove me crazy. Uh, in, in some yeah. things like, like the new matrix, like the matrix online video game killed Morpheus. That's Canon. That's Canon. So if oh, you no. didn't, if you okay. didn't know that, then you are going to be lost with matrix resurrections that's coming out because it's it's part of the canon so you're going to wonder like wait what the hell you know okay so but if you didn't play the games and didn't know that you're going to be like what the hell like this this doesn't what's going on so yeah. yeah keep them separated they don't need to be the same and let me enjoy them both on their own realms of existence movies and video games and we'll have a good time so yeah for sure <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, last thing I got to say is I'm super super hyped that they're going to do some some music in this game that's just going to keep killing it. I, I'm really, really happy that oh, they're dude. making yeah. music a huge part yeah. of the game. So um, That's one thing from the movies I thought was a really nice translation to make that mechanic in the games. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that's the only connection I'm really, really happy about. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, the next one, Vampire's Blood Hunt, okay? We didn't talk about this one in the in the pre-show much at all, really. I don't think we touched on it mm -hmm. at all. Like, uh, this was another one kind of like Ghostwire Tokyo, where I was like, what the hell is this until it ended? And right. man, it looked cool. I'll be honest. I was like, oh, what the hell? This looked, is kinda... Yeah, it seemed like two different, like, forms of vampire, at, like, warring against each other. Right. I didn't take too many notes on it, but I thought the trailer looked really cool uh, because it's a game based off the vampire the masquerade the tabletop rpg yeah um so it's kind of like like a, a, a different like D, D sort of system so yeah. that's really cool that it's getting a game um i know nothing about the lore of vampire Same. the masquerade or 
or the types of vampires or what the hell you even do in that game um <laughs> besides you know play with a bunch of your friends and dick around and be dumb while getting murdered by vampires probably yeah, probably <laughs> um so i thought it's neat that it exists because you know it's a more popular uh ttrpg mm. uh out there you know because obviously nothing quite measures up to Dungeons and dragons because that's been the gold standard for mm-hmm. 30 years um but I, I think it's neat that it exists i know absolutely nothing about it so i don't know <laughs> if it's cool or not like i want to say it is but no idea yeah i was the exact same way i thought it looked cool um it, it was what i expected when i realized it's a vampire game i'm like oh okay i get it but there were some pretty badass scenes. I mean, there's some cool stealth takedowns and like abilities to like completely go invisible and like run up and just like yoink people. Like just you're done. You know what I mean? That was really fun. Cool. The one cool scene yeah. I really liked was when she went into the locker room. It was like a meat locker and she's walking through and she made like a beeline left. And all of a sudden she just starts using her, her katana and she's just blocking all those bullets from that SMG that that person's shooting at her. And then she just goes up and just... Uh-huh fucking eats it like she just wastes that person like i was like that was pretty bad uh-huh. that was a cool moment so it yeah, could be I had a lot of style for sure yeah. oh for sure yeah yeah grabbed my attention made me at least pay attention for the 30 45 seconds or so of that trailer so i enjoyed that one uh-huh. well what we'll see if any more comes from that one what happens there uh death loop i'm gonna let you take the lead on this one man because i skipped it to not spoil myself on anything because I do want to play mm-hmm. this one. And uh, I know you watched the full trailer and you have some new impressions on it. So go for it. Yeah. So the concept always seemed fairly solid uh, with a lot of the, the timey-wimey stuff. And some of the skills seemed really cool. But for something, something just didn't quite grab me until now. And I think it's because I like a lot of background. I think if I can get into a little bit of the nitty gritty, like it helps me like get, again, more immersed in yeah. what's happening. um but it was like the extra narration from the main character um kind of talking about like he's confused like he's like what the fuck is happening here and i'm pretty sure that's close to like one of the lines in the trailer (laughs) (laughs) and like and why is this bitch always around trying to kill me and (laughs) and and stuff so it kind of solidified this story of the game a little bit for me because before the trailers, it seemed like uh, you're plopped in this universe. You don't know why this chick's going to try to kill you and you got to kill these guys in a day. Uh, and sometimes if you mm-hmm. die, it's not a big deal. You'll come back. And some of the skills and stuff seemed all right. And, the, you know, the shootouts seemed pretty well done. But I think it's just that little extra background, a little extra personality from the main character with this narration and hearing the voice acting, which is actually pretty damn solid. I, yeah, um, I've heard that. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I don't have a ton else to say on it other than I'm just, I'm a little bit more impressed and I'm a little bit more involved now. Mm, good. Okay. That's just, good for me. With the extra character <laughs> development. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I did watch the little bits I've mentioned, I think on the episodes, but I'm keeping a lot of it like away because I don't want this game to get ruined. Like Returnal did for me where everybody was like, Oh, it's, nitpicking the shit out of it instead of just enjoying it for what it was so this is what i want to go in and just huh, enjoy okay blank and i know the concept gotcha, I, I get gotcha. it but that's pretty much all i know and i love time traveling stuff and they're saying it's like a james bond sort of like era piece with the way that they talk and how the worlds look and the levels oh, look and stuff like that okay so and i kind of got cool. that so i'm like okay i love james bond and i love time traveling so yes 
even though I can't physically do it in real life, <laughs> I, I love to time travel when they let me in video games. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Tachia, I think this is how I've been hearing it said, Tachia. Um, I have not heard anybody say it with the T silent, but it's T-C-H-I-A. This one, uh, yeah. what, we, what we said at the beginning of the show or the beginning of the showcase discussion, there's something for everyone that this definitely hits the kid realm for sure. So there's definitely something for everyone. Yeah. And it looked really good. Honestly, I was like, I would play this. And my kids were watching the trailer and like my daughter especially was like, oh, uh, what is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you play as a I little could, girl. I could, yeah. She could play that for hours. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> It was cool. I mean, like you, you somehow like pass your soul or like your, your physical body into animals and you become the animals and stuff, which was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah. a para, there's a paraglider in it, just like Zelda, you know, just like uh, Link uses. And it, the, it was visually, I, I just want to say pleasant, man. Like that's the word that comes to mind as soon as I think about it. Yeah. It, was visually it wasn't like pleasing. hyper detailed. It wasn't like overly stylistic, but it was, it was very nice to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that's a perfect word for the visual style of this game. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, and it kind of looked puzzly. Like, I don't know if you saw in the one part in the trailer, she becomes a crab and then she goes up to a chest and like snaps the lock with her claws and it opens up the chest so she can get into it. So it, it looked like uh, it looked like there might be some like puzzly type things happen to it as well. Oh, so, so certain animals can only do certain things. Get certain right, ideas. right. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can yeah. see that for sure. It, it's on my radar. I, I definitely would like to play this and just uh, even just pass the controller back and forth with uh, especially with my daughter because of how she reacted with it. But uh, uh-huh. I, th- I think all of us could enjoy it. My wife as well, probably. But it looked really fun. Like, uh, what what was your thoughts on it? What was what was your take? It was another thing I was happy they're making for people who are in that genre game, like into that kind of area of games, but uh, it didn't really grab me. I think it's, I like a chill game sometimes, but I like, I gotta have something to do and focus on like Mm. like civilization, for example, you know, it's based of pretty relaxed, but there's always a little bit of tension and what you're trying to do. And like, Mm. if you're going to war somebody and stuff, it just seemed a little bit too relaxed. Gotcha. So yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm there's definitely a genre of people out there who will play that game just to like mellow out or because mm-hmm. that's what they like they don't like a high stress game like i do right uh so i don't think it's for me i didn't pay too much attention to the trailers because i watched it but it didn't grab me so yeah 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 that's fair that's fair um a thief's end and a legacy of the lost legacy so we got uncharted 4 a thief's end and the Lost Legacies are both getting remastered for the PS5. So I don't care about these. I've beat them both. I've played them both on the PS4. I don't think there's anything that's going to draw me back in. I played those games 1 million percent for the story. 1 million percent. So mm-hmm. for it to, to change and, and give me dual sense and things like that, that, that's great for people who've never played them. But I played them for sure. the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably the the gist of it like maybe if i wanted to revisit them later i'm hoping they might do a whole collection of all five games you know somehow kind of like do a master chief collection Uh, for xbox do like a bundle yeah yeah make them all maybe a little bit nicer looking or even remaster them all for the ps5 you know whatever 
give them all dual sense mm-hmm. of capabilities and stuff, then I may take a chance and go back through them again, you know, with, with my son or somebody, you know, just to enjoy them together. But, uh, sure. yeah, the, the, it just didn't do anything at all for me. This one just cause I'd already played them. So I know you haven't played any of the uncharted games Is that right. No. And I know it's like a big favorite. Like I haven't heard, ever heard any bad things about uncharted. I feel like mm. just as like a gamer in general, like I feel like it's just something I should play, but it's never <laughs> been something of like high or like, I'm sure if I played it, I would, I'd be all in mm-hmm. like just other stuff has my attention more than what uncharted sure. does. Um, so maybe eventually I'll, I'll get into the series. And like you said, this'd be a really good opportunity for me to get in because, you know, it's bringing up all the updates and visual mm-hmm. stuff and dual sense. Um, but it didn't didn't really grab me like oh that's cool um i'm yep. sure people who love uncharted are going to be really enjoying this so yeah definitely as as i got people. out of it yeah i'm the exact yeah. same happy for those people that like to replay them like that and watch them again and play them again like a movie but yeah um okay man the, the next one is is going to be my number one hype and this might surprise some people but uh marvel insomniac doing a wolverine game i was like fuck oh yes. that's your biggest uh, okay it was man like okay. it took the show for me i know it wasn't actual gameplay footage but just knowing what i know about insomniac and spider-man and everything they can do with that studio mm-hmm. and right now spider-man miles morales is my you know game of 2021 for sure so the the thought of knowing that this team is making a wolverine game holy shit like i cannot wait like wolverine in the early 2000s was like my guy like spider-man and wolverine were the two big guys in the early 2000s which is kind of funny because now we're getting spider-man and wolverine you know from the same studio which is kind of cool yeah yeah so yeah we love the x-men movies and to see uh to see what's happening this looks badass i'm super super excited and didn't see it coming which definitely helped the hype for it no not at all (laughs) man that was that was completely out of left field um because it was just a it's just a teaser trailer it's just a cut scene and a bunch of beat up dudes and a bloody guy at a bar and yeah. then at the end he like just shoots out his claws and I'm like yeah. oh shit that's a wolverine movie like not movie game yeah I'm like okay sure let's do it yeah hell yes right yeah it, it looks super fun in my mind like I'm thinking of all the things that you can do with Wolverine that I know he can do based off of the comics and the the television show, not so much off the movies. So I'm, I'm trying to tame it down a little bit because, you know, that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep it in a kind of a realistic realm. Like they, they're really good yeah. at it. And man, I just can't wait to just fucking destroy people with those claws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, it'll be a lot more gruesome than what Spider-Man is. Yeah, yeah. actually slicing people up. Um, yeah, I did have kind of a dark, kind of gritty feel, just like the 30 seconds we got. Right, it like he just really beat the shit out of everybody so and he bad. sat down at the bar. He, he's taking a drink, yeah. you know? And then the, the last dude's still yeah. not down, so he's like, all right, here we go. You can kind of hear him do that little gruff <laughs> like you get with that normal Wolverine feel where he's just like, uh, shing! you know there yeah. they are you know like gotta <laughs> yeah. do this damn it uh-huh. <laughs> leave me alone yeah hell yeah exactly. yeah that that one was my hype that was my number one hype so we'll that there may be a 
I'm not even going to say there's anything that was like on the same level. There was stuff that was close, but that hyped me beyond what I could have expected just because it was out of left field and it's Marvel, Insomniac, Wolverine. Holy shit. So I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I don't remember, was the new uh, Marvel game with uh, Firaxis, um, Midnight oh, yeah. Suns, was that in this showcase? No, I didn't see it in the showcase. They really kind okay. of pushed that one a lot the- last couple weeks. Yeah, it must have showed up in the trailers beforehand. That game looks mm. sweet. Uh, for access, yeah, that could be the game behind like uh, like XCOM. games like Civilization yeah, and XCOM. Yeah, so you know it's going to be a great strategy game. That one, I'm that one, I'm pretty hyped for for sure. Nice, yeah, yeah. And you get some yeah. Wolverine action in that one too. That'll be cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm gonna let you take the next one, man, because I know this one you uh, you had your ears on this one quite a quite a bit. Gran Turismo yeah man uh it's been a oh my gosh i haven't really gotten into racing games in a long time um but this one's coming out for the five and yeah i think it seems like a really good opportunity to get back into it uh so far from what i've seen like the cars list seems a little short there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like kind of cool stuff but i don't think they've released the full list because like pre-show we were trying to like look some of that stuff up and nobody had listed listed uh like the miata Mm -hmm. and i fully saw a miata in that trailer i'm like okay maybe they're having older games and stuff too um so hopefully they expand the list a little bit i did see one car that i really want to own but it's not reliable the 3000 gt vr4 it's got the twin turbo v6 it looks very very 90s very very cool (laughs) that's in the game almost enough to tilt me over if they had maybe a few more of my favorites in there but yeah um since like a lot of stuff is uh like the gt like race cars like Mm. there's like the 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 race car like corvettes and aston martins and you know there's there's some regular stuff in there too but it's a little focus on the race car stuff but uh the cars sounded great they had like just like a solid like 30 seconds or so of just racing and those race cars sounded amazing like mm. i think forza looks better but i think gran turismo sounds better okay yeah 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 and if you're if you're a car guy you know that like sound is almost half the experience of driving the oh, car yeah. you love if it sounds great it just it invokes more of that feeling like i've heard time again like cars like you know they can drive amazing but they don't sound like anything it's almost a little bit boring mm-hmm. so the fact that this sound design is so good at this game is also very very enticing to me like yeah. i love it yeah no it holy crap did it look pretty too i mean to to know that forza looks better than this that's definitely hard to beat uh this this game did look really good and yeah they're adding a lot of new customizations good. that they never had um and i don't have a whole lot of experience with uh, gran turismo after the four um so it's been a while but you weren't able to really customize the cars look very much other than like maybe change car color and things like that spoilers oh, and stuff. sure but sure this time like you're able yeah. to like put cool decals and shit on it and everything so it looks uh-huh. It looks cool in that aspect. Um, man, the driving and everything looked awesome. I mean, it looked like you were watching a fucking race. I mean, it was crazy good. <laughs> yeah. And listening. Uh, yeah. The, like game, the game is very, yeah. Yeah, the game is very pretty. Like I mentioned Forza, like looking better, um, but not that I'm not saying this game looks bad by oh, any no. stretch of the imaginations. The, the, these cars look amazing. And to your note on like customization, man, the like performance modifications they they show just for like a few glimpses, like there's mm. a lot of stuff to handle. Like, yeah. There's a lot of shit you can do. Yeah, like, this game is going to be in depth. Like oh yeah, in depth. 
Yeah, this yeah. is like the simulation of racing uh, in my yeah. eyes. That's so, how I've always thought of it. So, <laughs> so for all you people with the steering wheels and mm. you know the gear shifters and you know the whole driving setup, I think this is going to be like the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I could I could see that hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, I I was uh, mentioning in the pre-show actually that the fact that Forza and th- this kind of this is kind of interesting when you think about it too, but the fact that Forza is going to be on game pass is making me going to buy gran turismo like because i would typically always buy forza so sure yeah you know in turn uh game pass is actually kind of helping sony make a little money in this aspect because i don't have to pay for their <laughs> racing game so guess what i will pay for gran turismo on playstation to check it out because i you know the, the the games are different and we did talk about that in the pre-show some but for everybody out there listening, the way I kind of visualize Forza is Forza gives you the option to be a simulation racing game or kind of an arcade racing game. You can go in and change some of the uh, accessibility options mm-hmm. and how you how you drive and the auto braking and everything like that to where it's just more fun to play. Uh, it just feels like you're sitting down at an arcade and having a good time. Uh, sure. You don't have sure. to take it too serious, I guess is the way I want to say it. Gran Turismo, on the other hand, I don't think has ever done that. Uh, to my knowledge, they've never really had like an arcadey style type racing game um, uh, in accessibility options. So I kind of want that yin and yang. I want to be able to sit down and play Forza and just kind of enjoy the game, have way more cars to choose from. As Josh was saying, there's only like 40 some cars mm-hmm. shown right now for GT seven versus Forza. This has like 700 in its last game. So I, I, I want to be able to, to just have yeah. both options. Like if I want to just play a simulation racing or if I want to play just kind of a chill sit down, I can drive any car I'd ever want to drive. Probably like we've discussed on previous episodes, way too fast. Yeah. <laughs> <I think. laughs> We're not doing 190 in a Bronco. So yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, I think that game will eventually be in my PlayStation 5's repertoire. So yeah. Um, and man, as I discovered in the pre-show, Forza does have my Trans Am. <laughs> so <laughs> now that is. I discovered, like, I'm definitely still interested in Gran Turismo, but you know, I am also a recent owner of Game Pass. Yeah. So I very much plan on soon downloading Forza Motorsport and modifying my car in any way I want, so yes. I can play my my car in a game. I didn't know it. I I, I looked it up just to see if it would happen. And it's in there, and I'm very stoked about it. So Gran Turismo has a little bit of competition as of like an hour ago. Right. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. Well, another another huge one. Uh, so maybe a surprise, maybe not. But uh, Insomniac showed us another game, which was definitely unexpected. Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what do you think on this? I have a theory. So I want to I know what your thoughts are first before I hit you with my theory. I don't know if I have a ton of initial thoughts because I hadn't played either the, um, I think it's 2018 right. Spider-Man. Right. And I haven't played Miles Morales. So I kind of, the same reason you didn't watch Deathloop, I kind of just grazed over Spider-Man okay. because I know that's another a couple big games that people like. If you're not finding any other PlayStation games, these are the ones you should play. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just didn't pay a lot of attention to it. It seems like um, both Spider-Man were in Spider-Man 2. Um, unless I saw that wrong, because I, I saw a lot of talk about Spider-Man on the pre-show on the pre-showcase trailers as well. No, so that's correct. They're both there. Out. They're both there. Yep. Okay. 
Awesome, awesome. Um, so I didn't pay a lot of attention for the same reasons as you didn't watch the death loop stuff hmm. so kind of hit me up on, on, on what your thoughts because i don't have a lot of yeah. theories or anything just all right yeah that's totally fair so um you're you do play as both somehow or another and there's a big bad the the overall internet theory is that it's craven craven's going to be the big bad you hear him talking okay. about how he wants to find somebody who basically like really does threaten him that's a good challenge for him but he also wants somebody who's surprising so the surprising is miles morales and the challenging one is spider-man peter so so okay okay those are the two they make you think in the trailer the way they discuss the the overall audio and how it maps up with what's going on on the screen but then you hear him ask the question you know are you out there you know somebody to help me or challenge me or somebody to you know, surprise me. And are you up for the challenge? And you hear another voice, a, a third voice, and it just says, yes, we are. And it quick flashes venom. Okay. So, oh, okay. I didn't see that. All right. 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 And it, it literally, if you look away from the screen, you won't even see him. Like it's that fast. Like it's black screen. You think the trailer's over and you think you just, cause it pans into a dark alley. And as soon as he says, yes we are you know it flashes his face and goes away really fast so there's my theory right i'm not really so much on big bads or anything like that it's more on insomniac has been hiring for multiplayer you know developers and you know coders oh, and everything yeah yeah i feel very strongly that you're going to be able to do co-op in this game that there is going to either be full all single player co-op or some sort of a drop in drop out co-op option to where you can play as mm -hmm. miles spider-man or venom i feel like venom is going to be a team up guy because he answers the other voice at the end peter okay. and peter okay. and miles say nothing so i almost feel like you're going to be able to have three potential uh characters to play as you know what i mean now it could definitely yeah. be two two makes sense because you could be miles or and peter and play together so yeah, yeah, yeah but it if it's a big enough bad guy that you somehow have to pull venom into the mix with you would be kind of cool uh so we'll have to see what happens but my theory is we're gonna have a multiplayer spider-man and I've been asking for this since 2018. So <laughs> especially since they were talking yeah, multiverse then. So yeah, that Ooh, would be amazing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's great that you bring that up because we've addressed um Insomniac hiring for multiplayer stuff a good few episodes ago. And we thought mm -hmm. maybe um it was like a ratchet and clank thing, like maybe a co-op right. or like a multiplayer out of that, because that was like the big hot thing, and they were hiring around that time when it released. Yeah like oh well, maybe there's something kind of cool with this because you know a couple of characters maybe that's in different modes yada 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 but it's interesting now that that's the news that's also mm. entirely viable as, yeah. as to why they're hiring for people especially if this game's still not released yet and in development for a good few more months right right and maybe just digging too much into the trailer and theorizing stuff but like when venom answers he says yes we are and we could be you and a buddy you know what i mean like it could be it could be they're yeah. using terms of more than one so 
yeah, like it, it's got me really, really hyped, hoping that we'll be able to do some multiplayer over over online or, you know, sit down couch co-op, same screen or something, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Insomniac can yeah. figure it out. I'm sure they can. So, yeah. Um, and this game's not coming out until like 2023. So it was a very early look. <laughs> so, yeah, they got time. Yeah, for sure. I didn't see that <laughs> release, that projected release time. Yeah, yeah, that's a while. Take your time. It's got some development stuff. So, yeah, listen, Insomniac has been hit, making home runs for a long time. I'm sure this will definitely be another one. Right. Yeah. So, uh, going through the list here and coming up with our last one, uh, you've got a lot of homework, man. You've got you've got a lot of games you got to play. Some of these sequels coming out, right? <laughs> so, yeah, obviously you just yeah, mentioned Spider Man. And now we have the biggest one, right? The huge one, which probably would have been everybody else's huge hype. Mine was Wolverine, God of War, Ragnarok, right? The official name, Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, did it look good though. Damn. I I tried to look sparingly at it for the same reasons I looked sparingly at Spider-Man. <laughs> but it looked really cool. They brought his classic weapons back, which I didn't know if you right. could do that in, in the 2018 one. Eventually. Really cool. And then he also had the axe. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool that's a yeah. really cool fan service like i don't yeah i'm glad you mentioned like it comes up in the first one because i thought that was a new thing yeah i didn't play the 2018 you gotta one. work you gotta work but, toward them, but eventually you do get them in the first one. yeah a slight spoiler gotcha, nothing major gotcha. I, I wouldn't have been super surprised that would have came up came up anyway like, yeah oh that's really cool yeah um yeah it looked neat i i saw a little bit of it at the beginning of the um that trailer in that mm-hmm. session and I'm like, nah, it's still on my list. I got to skip through it. So <laughs> I saw enough to know that it's very visually pleasing. Um, that axle has the weight of like a fucking like lead brick when it hits his hand. Yeah. But it's still very satisfying. It looked like. Oh, yeah. Um, God, I can only imagine what this going to feel like on the dual sense. <laughs> right. The extra weight and then like your controls going to like vibrate out of your hand because it's so yeah. heavy. Oh, yeah. Um, Hell yes. It, it looked really, really cool. But as someone who's played, uh the 2018 one uh what did you think are you are you full up hype train on this yeah yeah it's it's the one that i would call close to equal for wolverine the the thing if anything had to nudge it out is the fact that i know ragnarok is coming next year so i don't know when wolverine's coming you know what i mean so yeah yeah sheer sheer shock and awe was wolverine like the next big game hype level for me that i will know i'd be playing in the next year hopefully fingers crossed it doesn't get pushed back but we'll be out uh-huh. of war and uh it looked unbelievably good and uh to hear that it's going to be one cut the whole game again no load screens zero any interruption in going back to our immersion you know plug uh-huh. yeah is is just super super yeah, thrilling to know they're doing it again and just to see where the story's going with uh, Atreus and kind of growing up and he's kind of getting a little ballsy with dad, you know, so. Uh, yeah, he's getting sassy. Yeah, I saw that. you yeah. don't want to don't do that too much to Kratos. He'll whoop your ass. So uh, I'm, I'm loving the dynamic between the two of them. And uh, obviously I'm a father and I have a son as well. So I do relate uh, to quite a bit of what Kratos is going mm. through. So that yeah, helps. Yeah. But then they, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They have all the Norse mythology that is it, 
I mean, I'm reading up on it because now I'm interested more and more in it. Um, I read up mm-hmm. some for 2018. I'm going to read up more now for this as well, but they are, they're taking the, the real like Norse mythology background and using it in the game. So they're just probably going to throw their little, you know, things on its ears here and there and just have fun with it, which is great. But, yeah. you know, Thor and, you know, the whole Loki thing, like they haven't really announced, like, what is the whole Loki? Because even Atreus says at one point in the game that they need to, they need to, who's Loki, you know, like he says. So yeah. Yeah. it's got me, it's got me super intrigued, but man, like, it looks like you can, um, you can ride on a, uh, like a sled being pulled by, I believe a couple Huskies at least. So I think that's up your alley. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah Uh, that was really neat it looks like it's a new uh, way of getting around there was a boat in the first game in 2018's game and it looks like it's gone from being in the water to on the snow and on the ice so the traversing looks like it could be kind of cool and i could see some pretty cool combats coming from that there was one particular one it looked like it was more of a cutscene than anything but um sure it was like, okay, you can do some fighting while you're on this because, you know, the, the dogs are doing their job while you're doing, you know, whatever fighting you need to do in the background. Uh, had some good humor, which I didn't expect 100%. Um, with, uh, and I'm going to space names right now, but uh, with the, there's one particular character who's literally just ahead. Uh, and he makes a, he makes a uh, joke sure. or two, yeah. makes a joke or two at Kratos. So I was really, I was really happy to see some, you know, well, there's that, you know, like lovely smile or face or something like that he says to him you know <laughs> I, I know that yeah, face anywhere yeah. kind of deal and that was kind of cool but the story looks like it's going in all the right places looks like there's going to be some really cool fights that I'm kind of wondering how they're gonna how they're gonna go with as big as the fights can get in God of War and I mean you're uh, taking down oh, giants yeah. and everything so um man it's it, it looks really good. It, it's, it's a game that is, I would say I haven't played it yet. I haven't seen it like in person, but it's going to be one of those breathtaking games. Like it's going to be just as stunning and breathtaking like as what we, yeah. we've been used to. And they're, we're kind of getting spoiled, right? Like that's kind of what I think about. Like all of the games that are coming out lately are so damn good. Like they just look good. They play great. They have amazing uh-huh. stories and you know they have that extra level of immersion again. So it's like, man, I, I hope the spoiling doesn't stop. I hope they're not just at the beginning of all this, but they kind of spread it out, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, it's like honor the times of generic games, man. Right. Um, exactly. I don't Holy think those realm. are making money anymore. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, you know, we've got a ton of games on this list, and so many of them are gonna just play and look amazing i I don't have any doubt so god of war though i feel like will be the most polished of all of them um at least it's going to be coming out soon because this they're taking their time on it they did delay it twice already i think they were supposed to be like 2020 they were saying no it was it was no date at the beginning and then it went to 2021 and now it's 2022 so yeah gotcha i am i am fully ready to play this absolutely love god of war played them all enjoy them all and yeah yeah they've taken kratos in a, in a way i did not expect and i'm loving the story and where it's gonna go and it looks like it's just gonna get more and more crazy and Hell yeah i did 
yeah yeah i yeah you got to play you got to play god of war 2018 at some point (laughs) it's on my list i keep getting excited by new new shine new shiny things but right yeah um i'm pretty sure it's the one that pre-releases uh for playstation 5 owners so i honestly have no excuse not to play it yeah yep it's ready and waiting for you million percent so uh, the last thing I wanted to make a mention of, which I kind of found this funny, but it kind of shows me as a gamer as well. So all of the games that I'm the most hyped for are all third person action adventures, which uh, which is interesting. Okay. So uh, Forspoken, uh, third person action adventure. Um, I'm, I'm already mm-hmm. a GTA guy. That's a third or first if you want, but it's always been third person, right? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. third person action adventure. I'm going to assume yeah. that Marvel Wolverine is going to be a third person action adventure, you know, comic book movie Probably. or game. I, yeah. Spider-Man and God of War. If those were my top five. They would all be a third person action adventure. And that just goes to show me and to tell everybody and explain to everybody out there. Like I am a fan of third person games. <laughs> so huh. I love the third person view. I think it's sometimes under, underutilized. I'm glad that's coming back. Yeah. 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 A lot of stuff was, has been first person for a really long time. And I'm not off put by that, but yeah. just something about third person just, just sucks me in a little bit more than a first person game does. So yeah, I, I just found you. that interesting going through there. Just like, oh, those are all third person games. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, man. I hear that. So I know you haven't got to play a lot of the, you know, the originals and some of these are all sequels, but what would you say out of your list if you had to pick a top hype? What's your top hype? Ooh, that's a little tough, man. Lots um, of good shit. There's lots of good stuff. <laughs> oh, it might be for spoken, just because I think yeah. that's the one that drew me in the most. Like it's the one that caught, one that caught me off guard the most. At the, like the initial like presentation of the story got me the most. I think for spoken. I think I can say pretty solidly, actually. Forspoken. Yeah excellent that's good man that's one of that's one of the hypes for me too awesome hell yeah yeah we get to see a lot of that one so i'm excited for that one as well then the top five i just i just listed that one off so that's those were my top fives for me so i'm i'm ready to go let's let's go let's let's not go too fast because we need (laughs) we need the time to play the games but man 2023 (laughs) is probably gonna be here before we can think about it yeah i hear that not too close yeah yeah, I so, hear that for sure. <laughs> overall, what were your what were your overall takes and thoughts on on the showcase? How'd you feel? That was great. Um, I see why they weren't at E3. Um, yeah. I don't know if everyone just wasn't ready, but after seeing this, they didn't need E3. Fuck E3. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people had a lot of really great presentations on E3. So I'm not I'm not bashing E3 as a whole, but PlayStation they delayed and they didn't it was fully justified i mean i see why they weren't there they didn't they didn't need to be there they had their own thing and it was great all these games were winners like some for what for me because obviously i said i skipped over some but i I don't know if there was a bad game in the batch right agreed like there's definitely some in e3 like i don't i don't know what's going on here um Mm -hmm. and i'm not interested at all but i'm like oh that's cool and then like at least it would at least grab me at first i'm like well that's not my thing so yep let's move on next but that was really great i think they took a really great um approach to it similar to what nintendo did at e3 there's like hey here's this another game 
and then spend like five minutes talking about the game after every trailer like i, I want to see all the stuff you want to have yep. an after show like they did and i didn't watch because frankly i saw all of it and yeah yeah <laughs> all my opinions anyway um so it was just you know, kind of rapid, rapid fire and all, all the trailers were really great. Um, the only thing, I, only one I thought was a little bit vague was Ghostwire Tokyo and that mm. one even still looked really cool. So yeah. I think Sony did and all their producers and developers did a great job with all their trailers um, and organization and everything like that. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, th this, this showcase definitely showed off a lot of what they have going for them. But if anything, it said, hey guys, just you got to be patient we're gonna show you what you want to see we're gonna mm -hmm. put it out and exactly to your point we don't need e3 so don't expect us there every year don't expect us there maybe ever again because they're killing it with this <laughs> stuff you know what i mean so yeah yeah no nintendo hasn't yeah. been at an e3 since like 2017 or something like that so i mean nintendo's already done uh, this oh, wow. okay. playstation's gonna just follow suit why not save that six figure amount and put it into your development or put it into buying studios and, you know, making better games. Uh -huh. for us. You know, if you think yeah. about it, if yeah. you go to E3 for 10 years, you're it's equivalent to like a million dollars. So it's, it's a six figure number to be an E3, which is just crazy. So, but business is business. So, right. Th yeah. This, this yep. was an A plus for me. I mean, it, it doesn't get any better of a show. Like there was something for everybody it all was done really yeah. well. It was paced good. It had like hype games and then some they knew wouldn't have super hype. And then it went, you know, back to hype again. And then they just raised the hype at the end yeah. to, to 11. That's a really good know? point. Yeah. The pacing and the mix was very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, man. Well, uh, on to the final part of the show you guys hung around for. We got uh, some games we're just going to mention and just do our game shout outs for the week. Josh, what are you what are you gonna shout out to everybody? Uh Civilization Six. And mm. it's a game I've been wanting to get back to for a while, but it is a time sink. It doesn't have to be. It is because <laughs> I get addicted. shout. <laughs> 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 it's been out for a long time and so all of its DLCs, but I just want to shout out for my own motivation to get back to it. And in case anybody wants like a, more, a little bit more relaxed, it's a fully turn-based game. You can take it any direction you want. You could play a lot of different really cool civilizations from history mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun a lot of fun uh but be warned one more turn syndrome is a <laughs> thing it does exist and it will sink two more hours in the game than you thought you might be playing oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes one more turn syndrome it's oh. real <laughs> mm -hmm. it is very much nice. so um yeah, my game shout out is going to be a, it's really really early okay this is one i want to shout it out to watch for watch for this thing it's called vigilance gotcha. 2099 so okay very early it is think blade runner okay there's okay. i want to i want to say they haven't given any lore or any backstory to this but it looks like you're some sort of possibly an undercover cop or like a rogue agent of some kind and there's like, if you listen and watch the trailer, there's stuff going on politically in the game world. So it's almost like you're maybe trying okay. to topple something happening. And it looks like a cyberpunk, okay, 2077, right? This is a Vigilance 2099, right? <laughs> so they're kind of playing on that yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But a little bit. it has 
a third person. Once again, that's me, right? I get drawn to that. But it, lo- it, it really looks for as early as it is, and they show gameplay footage for it as well. It looks really good. Like it's really smooth. Uh, just a solid looking game. Very cool world. I mean, it's kind of dark and dingy, but with a lot of like neon lighting and stuff going on around you. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, it it definitely has a cyberpunk feel to it. But then they have a couple of sections where they show you like you're flying a car and you're kind of going through the whole city and it looks a lot like Blade Runner, like the original Blade Runner, even even the new Blade Runner 2049 as well. So something to watch out for. So I'll, I'll actually put the link in the description below so you guys can check out the trailer for it. It's real quick. It's also on our Facebook yeah. page because I had to share it early because I was, I was pretty pumped when I saw that. I was like, oh, cool, cool. Oh, um, I do know studio. what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. See it now? Yeah. Cool. I, right. I know it's actually because the, the visual style also had a very uh, altered carbon, if you've yes. seen the Netflix series. Yes. Um, kind of field where a lot of dark, gritty, uh, urban vibe with a lot of neon colors and like holograms and yes. uh, stuff like that. So another exactly. another parallel to draw if you want to get a better idea of what the visuals are like yeah, yeah altered carbon would be a great one to draw i didn't i didn't think about that one but yes you're absolutely right so check it out it's just a quick like little I don't know, it's not even like a minute long it's just really really cool something to watch for mm-hmm. and it is I'm pretty excited for it so check that out all right guys well hey it's uh it's kind of been a long one but we kind of expected that here at the showcase right so we, <laughs> yeah yes sir we wanted to talk about that and do this episode on a saturday so we we postponed our recording just so we could get everything in here for you so you could listen to monday morning yeah and, uh don't forget you know you want to email into us and you know shoot me shoot me uh anything uh with my hot takes and our hot takes i guess whatever <laughs> yeah right seriously would love to talk about it i really want to know what people are thinking about it so um that is what we're on here for just to share those opinions and just build the community and have fun with it so that is Absolutely. it for this episode so i am out right we're gonna party tonight we're gonna have a good weekend and uh mm-hmm. this is some saturday yes, saturday vibes right so let's do that and <laughs> hell yeah dude right on hell yes so we're actually gonna have some listeners over tonight so that's gonna be fun we're gonna we're gonna enjoy the the evening with the some of our audience in real life so we're pretty excited about that yeah. it's gonna be awesome hell yeah so obviously guys you know how to get a hold of us and until next time stay loud <laughs>